Let the execution of your word come with simplicity and clarity. Without any ambiguity, disambiguate every ambiguous statement. Language of God. I pray, oh God, I take over my lips, speak through my lips, think through my mind. May I bring the clarity, O oh God, of your word in all simplicity in the name of Jesus. I pray today, O oh God, let your word come forth unto us, not in parable, but in plain language. I pray, O oh God, that let nobody leave yet double-minded, but I pray, God, let us receive the affirmness and affirmative of your word in the name of Jesus, that our life will receive transformation by the renewing of our mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. I happened to be studying and I came across one of my profound teachers who was teaching the word of God and I was inspired by it. Uh, maybe you may not know him. He's called Pastor Mensah Otibel. Amen. He lives in Ghana, based in Ghana. And I came across one of the profound teachers and execution of the word of God that the Lord has laid upon his heart and I just want to share some of the inspiration I received through that teachings amen so I'm going to talk a lot here but I'm trusting God to be able to finish I must finish this in Jesus name amen let's go to the book of praise the Lord amen let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 9 Daniel chapter 9 verse 1 to 4. In the book of Daniel chapter 1, chapter 9 verse 1 to 4. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the seed of Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he will accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. Amen. Amen. Verse 4 said, and I prayed to the Lord my God, and I made confession and said, Lord, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keep his covenant and his mercy with those who love him, and with those who keep his war, his commandments. Amen. I want to minister on the subject of entitled divine alignment. Say divine alignment. Say divine alignment. Uh, most of us who drive me have heard severally about alignment. 
And the word alignment means the organization of activities or systems so that they match or fit well together. Praise the Lord. So alignment is organization of activities or systems so that they match or fit well together. Another meaning says that a state of agreement or cooperation among persons, group, nations, as the terror, with a common cause or viewpoint. So alignment is very, very important in our life. And in, when you are a driver, your wheels must be, must be aligned. And one of the benefits, some of the benefits you get when you align your your will is a fact that it increases your fuel efficiency. It means that if your alignment is not right, it affects your fuel consumption. It reduces the expensive auto repairs that the, the vehicle will be going through. Experience smoother driving. When your alignment is wrong and you, you move your steering, you think you are moving, but it is not moving properly. It improves the vehicle's safety. So when we align ourselves to God, it brings our safety. We don't use much energy. We walk. We don't need to be repaired day and night. We are walking with the strength of Jehovah. It improves the full the vehicle or safety. It increases the life of attire. Praise the Lord. So alignment is very, very crucial in our life. And what am I talking about alignment? I'm talking about the believer aligning itself to the word of God spoken into his life in order to behave in the pattern that will provoke the heavens to react according as the word of God has dictated. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 10 verse 14 to 15, the Bible says, How then shall they hear... Uh, they, uh, it says something, it said, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Now, what I want to address with this is the fact that before you can align yourself to the voice of God, you must hear the voice of God. Praise God. So you must know, say, I must know. So he's saying that how would they be able to believe? The starting point, as I've preached before, the starting point of the provocation of the word of God to be executed, executed in our life is based on the subjection of our word, our belief. But we can't believe in what we know not. Therefore, Romans 10, 14 says what? It says, how then shall they call on whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom, of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of war, of peace, and bring glad tidings of good things. Praise the Lord. The process of alignment starts with knowing in the place of the Bible said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The lack of knowledge there is not just epignosis. It's not just the revelatory knowledge alone. Because the revelatory knowledge would define your alignment. 
Therefore, the believer is deprived of the benefit of God when he's not placed in the place of knowledge. The Bible said, my people, my, it was not the people of the devil, but the people of God are destroyed for lack of war, knowledge. And if God gives you the exposure of his knowledge, then it means that you are destined to be great. And as I speak the word of God today to you, I believe that there is something that heaven is getting ready to do in your life. And your life shall never be the same. Hallelujah. Come on, say to yourself, my life will never be the same. The process of alignment starts with knowing. If you don't know what God is saying, it will be impossible to conform. In Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says what? It said, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The mind can be renewed through the acquisition of knowledge. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. His good and pleasing and perfect will. So we come to the place of knowing. Today, God will cause you to know what you must manifest in the name of Jesus. In Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 said that true wisdom a house is built and by understanding it is established. Now when you receive the word of God in the place of lack of understanding, it's just like you've not received it. Understanding is when you receive the word of God, it brings you to, I spoke to you and I told you that God is sending a message to the body of Christ. He's sending a message to you. So some of the, some of the words and some of the things I'm sharing are interwoven. They are intertwined within the fabric of the first series I did and the second series. But I believe today as you hear the sound of my voice, God is about to do something in your life. So understanding is critical. And I told you when I was preaching about the seed, I told you that the seed begins by believing and moving to the place of faith. Now understanding is a critical fundamental requirement in the place of faith. It is understanding that develops the believer to come to the place of walking in faith. Faith isn't the same as bravery, neither is it courage. So when we talk about faith, it is not about courage. Hallelujah. Let's try and deal with the baby for me. Praise the Lord. Amen. But rather, faith is realizing what God said and launching your heart to be able to conform to it in order for the glory of God to be seen. Praise God. So number one, also recognizing what God is saying. It's important for you to also come to the place to recognize the messenger he used to send help into your life in order for you to fulfill the mandate of God. Praise the Lord. Also realizing the messenger he sent through by his word, through his word to bring you redemption. So number one, I want you to know that it is critical for you to understand. Say to your neighbor, you must understand. Faith isn't just believing, but rather confidence in God in what he says. Faith is a confidence that the believer has God in what God has said. Faith is only initiated through and by the word of God. So when you see somebody who is walking in faith, it is not, it cannot, faith and God are inseparable. 
They cannot be dis- they cannot be separated. They are together. Praise the Lord. So the believer must walk in word in faith. Faith comes through word understanding. It comes through by the word of word of God. If it isn't God or God is not in your faith, it means it can't be faith. Tell your neighbor, your faith must have God. Say, your faith must have God. In Romans chapter 10 verse 17, the Bible says, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Which means that the, 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 the transporter of faith is the word of God. Praise the Lord. Just a letter, just a letter for me. Just a letter up a bit. The Bible said in the book of Daniel, the Bible said that Daniel stood there and he came to the place of realization. At the time Daniel came to this realization, he was at the age of 85. He has been in Babylon and Persia for most of his lifetime ever since he was 17. He's gone through life and progressed gradually, systematically through the encounters of God in his life. And he's come to the place of being a counselor for three kings. This means that Daniel was very influential. The impact of Daniel was so awesome, remarkable, that even kings could not take him off. It's like the government comes and, and labor come and couldn't avoid Daniel. They still employed Daniel. And, 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 and all other government came and they still maintained Daniel. Why? Because of his influence. The Bible said Daniel, he understood the prophecy by the books. When we talk about the books, he studied the books, uh, which were not secular books, but the book that were the word of God. The Old Testament were written, and it was written in books. And he picked one of the books, and it was a book written by the prophet Jeremiah. And the Bible said in the book of Jeremiah chapter 25, verse number 11 to 12, the Bible said, and this whole land, that was a prophecy, is that this whole land shall be a desolation and as what? Astonishment. And these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. How many years? And it shall come to pass when 70 years is accomplished that I will, I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation says the word. The Lord for their iniquity and the land of the uh, uh, Shadians, and I will what, and I will make it what perpetual dissolution. Now Daniel understood that there was a prophecy. Ah, uh, today you will understand there is a prophecy concerning your life. I said today you will notice there is a prophecy concerning your life. My Bible said that Daniel understood any level of prophecy you have received that is lacking in understanding. Today understanding is coming to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said at the age of 85 he remembered what the prophet said. And the Bible said that the prophet Jeremiah prophesied. So he went into prayer with understanding of what God said concerning Israel through the prophet with a high level of specificity regarding the prophetic word that was from God. He noticed that he was within the time frame for the manifestation of the prophecy. 
So he went into prayer. Uh, the Bible said that Daniel was in bondage. He was, he, was, he, he was in the state of discomfort. Why? Because there was something happening in his life that was contradistinctive to what God said will happen. And my Bible said that Daniel seek the face of God with understanding. At the time Daniel received understanding into the prophecy of Israel, he had already been, they have already been in captivity for 67 years. After one year of prayer and intercession from, from Daniel, the Bible said on the, twin, on the 68th year, the Bible says God started the process to set the Israelite free. The prophecy started. The prophecy stated they will come out of captivity in 70 years. But because Daniel understood the prophecy, its time and its timing, he initiated the journey back to Jerusalem in the 68th year in captivity of Israel. Meaning by understanding of the purpose of God and prayer, which was an, in, in alignment to the word of God, Daniel was able to shorten the captivity of Israel by two years. He shortened it back because he and the war, he understood it. I pray that every prophecy concerning your life, you shall understand it. When you receive a prophecy, it requires a behavior of the individual. And that, that behavior must synchronize, must be in alignment with the word of God. And that is what in biblical terms we call a fate. In Genesis chapter 15 verse 22, uh, Genesis chapter 15 verse 12 to 14. The Bible said, as the sun was setting. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me draw here a bit. The previous test I used, Daniel shortened the captivity of the Israelites by how many years? Two years. He initiated the process because he had an award. He understood it. The second story I want to dwell on is in Genesis chapter 15 verse 12 to 14. The Bible said there was a prophecy that came. As the sun was setting, Abraham fell into a deep sleep. And a thick and a dreadful darkness came over him. And then the Lord said, Know for certain, say for certain, that for 400 years, your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own. That they will be enslaved and misworn mistreated there but i will punish the nation they serve as slaves and afterward they will come out with war with great possession this encounter came after abraham as rendered sacrifice before god and the bible says he's he's granted sacrifice unto god and he fell into trance and god spoke unto him and said by a covenantal way he said daniel uh the abraham i want you to know that i've covenanted with your people and i've covenanted with you and i'm telling you for certain that israel will be in captivity for how many years 400 years but i will punish the nation to save as slaves and afterward they will come out with great possession 
That is why when you see me in trouble, when you see me in pain, it is not to say that that is the end of my life. There is somebody hearing the sound of my voice. Maybe you are going through some turbulent time. Maybe you are going through some difficult time. You must come to the realization to know that there is a God in your life and there is a program concerning your life. There is a destiny in your life. There is a prophecy concerning your life. And God has appropriated your prophecy into time. The Bible said in Habakkuk, he said, though the vision may tarry, he said, wait for it because there is a prescribed, there is an appointed time. I prophesy that your appointed time is coming right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, it said you will come out. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice. It may be a sickness. It may be an affliction. It may be a rejection. It may be an accusation. But I prophesy upon your life. You are coming out of your tomb right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said Jesus died for three days and they were mocking at him. But he didn't, they didn't know that there was a prophecy about him. On the third day, the Bible said the stone couldn't stop him. The rope couldn't stop him. I prophesy upon your life that your third day is coming in this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody you don't understand me. Maybe you have been ostracized for quite too long. Maybe you have been isolated for quite too long. Maybe you have been rejected for quite too long. Maybe you have been trampled on for quite too long. But I prophesy upon the life of somebody. You are coming out of every pain. In the name of Jesus. Somebody put your hands together for what God is about to do. The Bible said in the book of Exodus chapter 12. Verse 40 to 41. Now the length of time the Israelite people lived in Egypt was how many years? 430. At the end of the 430 years, to the very day, all the laws, divisions left war. Egypt. Now the Bible said that when they left Egypt, it was 430 years. Which presupposes that the prophecy God prophesied have gone beyond the time frame because something happened. It has gone beyond the prophetic word, date. But does it mean God is a liar? All these two prophecies were executed by the voice of God. Praise the Lord. Now let's see the problem here. Let's go to the New Testament. In Acts chapter 7 verse 23 to 28. Look at the problem that came around. God brought them out after 430 years. Not because he wanted to bring them out. After a delay of 30 years. Look at the problem of the Israelite. The Bible said in Acts chapter 7 verse 23 to 28. The Bible said now when are you ready? Now when he was... Who are we talking, we're talking about Moses. Now when Moses was 40 years old, it came upon his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel, and see one of them suffer wrong. He defended and avenged him who was oppressed and struck down the Egyptian. 
For he supposed that his brethren would have understood that God had delivered them by his hand. But they were. They did not understand. And the next day, he happened to two of them as they were fighting and tried to re- reconcile them. Say, man, you are brethren. Why do you wrong one another? But who... But he said, who did his neighbor wrong, punish him away, saying, who made you ruler or a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you did the Egyptian yesterday? Be with me here, I'm going on a journey. The Bible said that Moses has been designated, appointed, prescribed by God. He was, he was an Israelite. But you know how the story happened. He was put on the water. The, the daughter of Pharaoh took him up. And the Bible said that when it was time for them to leave Egypt. The Bible said by divine mandate. Something touched the heart of, of, Mo, of Moses. And the Bible said he, re, he came to the place of recognition. Before he, he used to maybe maltreating the Israelites. But now there is a divine mandate placed upon his heart. And the Bible said he started the journey of redemption. But the Bible said they did not want understand. I prophesy upon your life. There is somebody who has been acquiring divine mandate to instruct some blessings in your life. Today as I pray, that person will be commanded in the name of Jesus. The same way Moses was commanded by divine mandate. The Bible used expression like, the, the Bible said the widow of Zarephath was instructed, was commanded. I prophesy upon your life that your helpers will be commanded by God. I prophesy upon your life that your helpers will be instructed by God. In the mighty name of Jesus. So Moses started the journey. But when he started the journey, they did not understand. The person who must fight the Israelite is now reconciling with the prophetic word. The Bible said that the people did not understand. Rather than embracing the prophetic word, they fought the one who was bringing redemption. For the Israelite consented Moses to be unlikely leader to bring the prophetic word to come to pass. Let me dwell on this for a few minutes. There are times, maybe I may not be from your country. Maybe I may not speak the way you want me to speak. Maybe I may not have the skin color you want me to have. Maybe I may not have some things you expect what God will use to bring your redemption. But I prophesy upon your life that God has sent somebody to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I say somebody is being sent into your life. But when somebody is sent, you must understand it. It is through your understanding that increase your receptivity. Today, God has sent you somebody. 
Maybe the person may not look like it, but he has been chosen by God. Maybe the person may not have the eloquence, but he has been chosen by God. Maybe the person may not have the, the beauty you may expect, but he has been chosen by God. I prophesy upon your heart that God will cause you to understand who he has sent into your life in the name of Jesus. Some of you are waiting. You are waiting. You are thinking. There is a mystery about the person. They were thinking Moses was not an Israelite. But they didn't understand it. And sometimes the redemption. And some of the prophetic word God has spoken into your life. Will come to pass. Not by people you know. Hallelujah. Not by people who you are. (laughs) I don't want to preach more about this because of time. The Bible said Moses was sitting in a tent, and the Bible said he saw strangers coming from afar. And the Bible said he went to welcome them and wash their feet and gave them food to eat. Later, they didn't realize that they carried the prophetic word of Isaac. I prophesy upon your life that when you see the feet of your helpers, that you will wash it in the name of Jesus. Most of you have missed the prophetic word of God that God prophesied upon your life. You have missed it because you misinterpreted the same people in your life. You misunderstood them. You thought they are in to cheat you like the way the others cheat you. But God has brought them in such a time as this to bring your redemption. I don't know who you are, but the year 2021 has been prescribed for your deliverance in the name of Jesus. The Bible said they went extra 30 years because they did not understand. The Bible said at the time Moses made attempt to set the Israelites free, they had been in captivity for 390 years. Moses went into exile he went into captivity in the wilderness for how many years 40 years by the time he came back they have stayed in the place of redemption they have they have stayed in that place in bondage for extra war 30 years this happened because god sent god wanted to start the process of their redemption but they did not want understand. Be very careful when you see an unlikely person being sent into your life to do likely things. It called for discernment into the time and the season. I want you to understand faith isn't the same as bravery, neither is it courage. But rather realizing what God has said. Most of you have heard right from God. And it's not coming to pass because you are unable to descend into the seasons and the time. When God wanted to bring deliverance into the life of the widow of Zarephath, he instructed that woman and that woman understood that somebody, there is a sent person into your life. There is a sent person. Every time God said, if he's your God, he will send somebody to you. The Bible said, Abraham called father of, uh, 
So they went into captivity because they did not all understand for extra 30 years. Let me pick the first, the third one. The Bible said that Abraham called father of, men, father of faith, including other things, because he waited for the manifestation of Isaac. The Bible even said in Genesis chapter 15, verse 6, it said, And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Now, while Sarah, the Bible said that while Sarah believed, let me pick a story here, just a minute. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 15 to 19. Now, the Bible said, God also said to Abraham, this that is happening happened excluding Sarah. So Sarah didn't hear the, this, this prophetic word. And every now and then she heard the prophetic word through Abraham. Now in Genesis 17, verse 15 to 19, the Bible said, God also said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be called Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations, king of people, kings of people will come from her. Abraham fell down and he wore. He laughed and said to him himself, Will a son be born of a man to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of ninety? And Abraham said unto the Lord, If only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, Yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son. And you will call him Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant by his word, descendant after him. So God prophesied into the life of Abraham. And they said that Sarah will give birth. Now the prophecy came to Abraham. And Sarah received the prophecy through Abraham. And Abraham told him, God said, I will give that to a son and he, I will have my covenant with him. Now when Abraham received this prophetic word, Abraham was thinking he was going to make, that the prophetic word was going to come through his life. Yes, but Sarah did not know that she was inclusive in the prophetic word. And because she did not understand that, the Bible says she wanted to help Abraham to fulfill the prophecy. Therefore, he rendered her, her servant called Hagar to Abraham in order for Hagar to be impregnated by Abraham so that Abraham will fulfill the prophetic word of God. But the Bible said that when, when Abraham had an encounter with Hagar, the Bible said within some few days, Abraham, Hagar uh, was pregnant. Now they were thinking that the baby was going to be born and the baby Ishmael was going to be the covenanted son. But the Bible said that because, because Sarah did not know that she was inclusive in the prophetic word, she tried to help Abraham to achieve the prophecy. And that is what I want to stress on before I move on. Some of you may think that the year 2021, we have a, we have a, we have a mandate to raise 5,000 pounds, 500,000 pounds for our building. I want you to understand that don't think 
that I am coming, I have a faith because I hear the voice of God. You must have your own word from God to make sure that that prophetic word come to pass. Because if you depend on my faith, what I'm telling you, there are times it will get to a point, you may not put in the effort the way you ought to, and you may think that you are helping me, but rather, you are helping yourself. I prophesy upon your life, every prophetic word you are included, you will not isolate yourself. In the name of Jesus. Now, the Bible said that God told Abraham, I want you to understand that my prophetic word is my prophetic word. It is Sarah who will deliver the baby. Abraham was a strong man. Hiya. Abraham was a strong man. How many know Abraham was a strong man? Even at the age of 125, he was given a wife called Keturah. And the Bible said that he gave birth to six boys. Which means that Abraham didn't have a problem. But because of the misunderstanding of the prophetic word from Sarah, her body could not be hit by the prophecy to deliver Isaac. Praise the Lord. The Bible said the first time Abraham, the first time Sarah had the prophetic word in Genesis chapter 18 verse 9 to 15. Let's go there quickly. In Genesis chapter 18 verse 9 to 15. Now you remember that when God told Abraham that Isaac was going to be born, she laughed. He laughed. In Genesis chapter 18 verse 9 to 15. Here is your wife Sarah. He said, where is your wife Sarah? This was when the angels came to them. He said, they asked him. And there in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely, come on, say surely. I will surely return to you about this time this year. And Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, by which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have his displeasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why does Sarah laugh say, and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year. And Sarah will have a son. And Sarah was afraid. So he lied and said, I did not want laugh. But he said, yes, you did laugh. Now Sarah laughed because she was looking at the process. Somebody didn't catch this. Sarah was thinking she was going to feel honey in her body. Sarah was thinking... Abraham was going to walk in a certain way. Abraham, Sarah was thinking the husband would do some things. But she didn't realize that God is not a man that he should lie. God is said, said, the Bible said that Mary said, how can this be? Sarah was thinking about the how. But do not worry about the how. Let God be responsible about the how. He wants you to focus on the word and believe his word. And this was her first time of hearing. 
she was going to have a child for herself because of time let me jump and the bible said that when she had for herself the bible said her attitude changed and i know today your attitude will change Amen. the last time let's go to uh let's let's go to hebrews chapter 11 Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8. Oh my time. It said by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out and not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelled in the land of promise as of a foreign country. Dwelling in a tent with Isaac and Jacob and the heirs with him of the same promise. For he went, waited for the city, which was, fa- which was, which has a foundation, whose builders and maker is God. Look at the verse number eleven. Then we'll finish. Give me three minutes. Verse number eleven says what? It said by faith. By what? Faith. Be with me. Sarah herself also received strength to conceive, and she bore a child. When she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky. Let me end here. What does it mean? When she got to know that, hey, I qualify in this prophetic word. The Bible says she receives strength. I prophesy upon your life because you have not heard the prophetic word. I prophesy into your life that today you will hear the prophetic word. I said today you will hear the prophetic word. The Bible said some people did nothing about it because they lack understanding. I pray over your life that your prophecy will not delay that your prophecy will not go beyond the time I pray over your life that you understand your helpers I pray today that you will receive strength I pray over your life that nothing shall stop you I prophesy upon your life that God is about to glorify you in the time you find yourself in I want you to stand on your feet and say to yourself I will manifest the prophecy Word. I will manifest the prophetic word. Oh, my brother, my sister, the Bible said without faith, it is impossible to please God. The Bible said, He that cometh to Him must believe. Somebody, you will hear the word that will cause you to believe. That marriage will come to pass. That business will not sink. I prophesy upon your life that the mandate of God concerning your life will come to pass in the name of Jesus. No mountain shall stop it. No valley shall stop it. I prophesy upon your life. Every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain shall be moved. They said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? No. You understand your prophecy. You understand your prophecy. In the name of Jesus. Daniel understood and pushed the prophetic word forward by two years. I pray that your prophecy will not delay. Amen. Somebody didn't hear what I said. Ah, 
The Bible says he sought for a man who will hear right and execute accordingly. Today, your alignment with the word of God is going to be affirmed in the name of Jesus. I pray over your life that you are receiving strength. I pray over your life that you will not be put to shame. I pray over your life that because of the blindness of your sight, your inability to see and perceive, your inability to hear and understand, today you are receiving strength to see and to perceive. You are receiving strength to hear and understand. You will no more be parent. I say you will no more be parried. Receive strength to conceive. Receive strength to conceive in your finances. Receive strength to conceive in your marriage. Receive strength to conceive in your finances. Receive strength to conceive in your education. Receive strength to conceive in your ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are blessed. There is somebody here. When you tell people about what you want to become, they laugh at you. They tell you it is not possible. Today, I am speaking this word to you that let nobody discourage you. Amen. I pray over your life Amen. that your children will be great. Amen. Your ministry will be great. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody put your hands together for Jesus.